I'm Stuart Craner. This is a Thinkers 50 podcast. Today, my guest is Alessandro Di Fiore of ECSI Consulting. Welcome, Alessandro. Hi, good morning, Stuart. I mean, you first came to our attention with a concept of the, the insight-driven organization. What, what do you right. mean by that? Is, uh, no, let, let's start from the business issue here is uh, most of the companies, particularly the large multinational corporations, they are very much numbers driven in their innovation processes. They've been uh, engineering or to some extent over engineering the stage gate process with uh, quantitative business cases and uh, criteria and MPV. And to some extent, uh, no analytics are uh, driving uh, decisions and it uh, should be the other way around. So uh, qualitative judgment and strategic insights should be serving uh, the decisions, at least at the initial stage of the innovation process when uh, everything is more fuzzy and uh, at the concept stage. So that's what we mean at the insight-driven organization. Everything should be starting from an insight and then uh, as a consequence, uh, all the corporations uh, and the organization should be aligned behind it. So it's counterintuitive or, or, or counter to the, uh, the prevailing fashion for big data and, and analysis. But what you're saying really is that judgment trumps analysis. Yeah, yes, you can, uh, you can say in that way, uh, you can say in that way, when uh, we are in the field of uh, discontinuous innovation or strategic innovation, uh, we have seen that qualitative judgment and strategic insights is, uh, is what makes the difference. It's not big data or uh, analytics. And uh, no, we, there are many stories, uh, for example, about Steve Jobs, uh, who was uh, against the uh, quantitative uh, uh, data and uh, even against the quantitative market research, supporting uh, very important investment decisions on the company. And, uh, and the company is still running in this way. Qualitative judgment is behind every single important decision before running the Excel and the spreadsheet. Yep. So how do you improve the qualitative judgment of innovation? I think you talk about uh, democratizing insight generation. What do, you, what do you mean by that, right, Alexander? Right. Well, I think let me, let me step back, Stuart. Uh, the, first, the first point is, is, a, is, a, is a mindset shift in the business leaders of thinking about qualitative judgment as an organizational capability. Only if you do the shift, you understand that as organization, you can develop a capability over time which is sustainable, and you plan for it, uh, you can replicate over and over again the power of great insights and a qualitative judgment. So to, to build that organizational capabilities, we set a framework with uh, six principles, one of which, uh, very important that you mentioned, is. Uh, about democratizing strategic insights or democratizing insight generation. And again, this is a counterintuitive. If you think about innovation and strategy is a perceived word of the elected. Only a few people in the organization do it. They can be in the strategic planning department, they can be in the innovation lab, but no, only a few people, uh, the elected 
are running uh, the uh, innovation and the insight the generation process. And that's, that's not the point. You have thousands of people in the organization and the collective power of those brains, uh, it can be uh, exponentially higher than a few or the brightest few people wherever they are located. And uh, that's, uh, that's the point of uh, democratizing insights and is uh, not new. If we go back to the Toyota production system and to the principles of uh, lean production, we can see that the basic uh, principle behind uh, all the approach and the theory is uh, pushing down the responsibility for operational improvement uh, up to the blue collar in the shop floor. So everybody is responsible for it. And it's exactly the same principle in, in inside generation. Ideally, in the company, everybody who should, will be or should be responsible. So the mass of the employee. So that's what we mean for democratizing insights. And uh, is really inverting the pyramid of a strategic inside generation. So it's kind of lean innovation. It's kind of a lean innovation, yes, because uh, you can, uh, if you are uh, able to harvest the collective power of your brains, uh, you can absolutely also approach uh, the innovation investments in, in, in a very lean way. I mean, most companies rely on market research professionals to, to carry out research into yeah. what the customer needs and, and the customer's aspirations, but you think that doesn't particularly work? Uh, this is a great point, Stuart. Actually, no, we, we, we have a credo, we have a motto here, which is a zero-based market research consultants. Yeah? Uh, for that's, uh, that's something we really believe we uh, recommend, we recommend to uh, consumer goods and uh, automotive, to all, all different industries. And, and there, is a, there are two reasons for this. The first reason is uh, today everybody has a smartphone uh, in, the, in, uh, in their pocket in uh, any large corporation. Uh, so with a smartphone and with a little bit of uh, technical skills and simple tools, every employee can uh, do an observation, take a video, doing very simple explorative interviews, channel through simple apps in a conversation in the corporation and someone centrally can coordinate and pick the insights. And so you are using uh, the power of your salespeople and technical people who daily interact with the customers to capture insights, also to test and validate some insights. That's the first reason. The second reason is, uh, no, if you are a manager uh, or if you are an employee, obviously you know what you are talking about because no, that's your business. And uh, you know from neuroscience, the creative process uh, is uh, coming out effectively when uh, first you have a passion and motivation, second, you have skills on creative thinking. And third, when you know what you are talking about. So when you have experience. So if you, as a manager, you are doing that, you have also the latter component and you can immediately capture an insight and resonate that insight with uh, your strategy, your business model and, uh, 
your, your company. And if someone externally, like an agency or a market research, is doing that, you will never get that trigger so effectively as a manager could do it. So those are the two reasons. And uh, again, zero-based market research budget. That's <laughs> and it's also good for money. Yeah? So, so companies need to open up their innovation and be driven by insights. What's stopping them doing that now? What are the, the blockers to this happening? Oh, this, this is obviously ingrained in uh, all large multinationals. They need numbers-driven processes, criteria, and decision uh, models because is safer. So I, no, you can play with numbers, and uh, you can have a fantastic MPV, which is uh, uh, way above or just above the threshold that the company set. No, you can play. You know, everybody knows. No, they they play with number, but no, you feel so comfortable and feel that this is scientific. But this is not scientific. No, the best scientific approach and serious and professional approach is to say, no, I don't have enough elements at the beginning of a discontinuous innovation to say this is the market size or this will be the return on investment. I will be more using qualitative judgment or good strategic questions to drive your decisions in the initial stages. Then when the fuzziness is going down, eventually you can use also the Excel and the quantitative model. So, so big data and analysis is a potentially dangerous safety net? The, the big, the, it depends for what you use. Uh, if you uh, want to use big data for strategic insight generation for new markets, new business models, probably is not the most effective use. If you use big data for uh, designing algorithm to improve your marketing decisions or your operational improvement decisions on the existing core market, I think that's a very valid application. But no, big data and uh, discontinuous innovation and concept design in discontinuous innovation is something I have a personally a little bit of a problem in understanding the value. Alessandro Di Fiore, thank you very much. Thank you very much, Stuart. Thank you for listening. That was a Thinkers 50 podcast. Thinkers 50 podcasts are produced by KDH Creative.